What is wrong with you? Why nothing, you silly goose? And now for something completely different. Did you just call Panthro a silly goose? What I do is uh, I look a woman up and down and I say, I'm coming to join you! Want to get into things? Well, I mean, no, 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 no. Let's get into things. Let's get real. Everybody, Bojack wants to get real. Cancel the bubble round, cause we're getting real. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of literally the best podcast that some people have listened to, especially friends of the scene snobs. Uh, and if you don't know, this is No Time to Binge. And it's a show where we figure out if we should find time to binge certain shows, most of which the answer is no. We do too much stuff to actually watch TV. Uh, we're too busy making stuff for you to watch. So why would we watch more stuff? But we do pick shows and try to figure out, is this really worth any time at all. Uh, with me, we have uh, Mr. Possimo, which is <laughs> Possimo. That's the nunchuck fan, right? Yeah, it's a robot from South Park. Oh, perfect. Okay, we also have Miss B. Tara. How are you, B? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm ready to talk about my favorite show ever. Excellent. And then we also have Mick Cat Cold Meow. <laughs> <laughs> which <laughs> made my mouth do weirder stuff than I thought. So that's uh -huh. cool. <laughs> uh -huh. All well, right. We, How is everybody we just today? I wanted to see something beautiful coming out of that beautiful mouth of yours. <laughs> Mick Cat Kolb Meow. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. So 2011 uh, is when they put out this weird thing saying, you know what? The 80s cartoons were pretty good. They probably should be worse. Let's see what we can do about this. So they put out, uh, what, 26 episodes in 2011 of the new, uh, I guess, reformed and uh, cleaned up act of the Thundercats. Now, uh, I, obviously, we have some questions, but let's get into what we thought episode one was about. So Mick Cat Cold Meow, oh boy. episode one. <laughs> you put Tell me what up. happens. <laughs> I... Uh... I got to tell you, I watched this show two days ago, and uh, I was trying to think about it uh, today, and I could remember very little about this very generic cartoon. Um, I know that Lionel and Tigra are brothers, and they ran up a statue, and then one of them got knocked off. Yeah, uh, and um, that's all I remember. <laughs> okay, well, let me correct you real quick. Uh, yeah, they're actually, um, Tiger was actually adopted, so mm -hmm. okay, and yeah, that's why he that's why he cannot be king, that's why Lionel <laughs> has to be king, even though Lionel's uh, younger, which is now, stupid, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Now, B, how did you feel about Lino pulling off the Aladdin thing in the very beginning where he's like, look, I'm too I'm too privileged. I need to figure out how poor people live. Honestly, I think it was genius. Um, I definitely identify with that quite a bit. Um, you know, I, too, am basically royalty maybe, right here. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I just you know want to go out there and, and slum it. You know, yeah, sometimes no, that, you got to get away from posh royal life i understand i get where he's yeah. coming from us privileged we need to get down us there privileged. every once in a while and get, and get our very get our gold sandals dirty yeah i know uh, now, i'm basically now, doing them a favor now possimo <laughs> when you found out that pan that panthro was murdered apparently in episode one uh, off screen how'd you feel about this knowing he was one of your favorites um sad but also, I wasn't sure why I was sad because I couldn't remember yeah. who Panthro was. Uh, he's the nunchuck guy, the older dude, <laughs> the gray one. The, the one tusk. No, no, he's the gray one. He's, yeah, he's, he's the gray in the one. Last episode. He's in the yeah. last episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. he's not in the first episode. He's dead. <laughs> right. Okay. Cool. Uh, uh, now, yes, confused Mick clearly. <laughs> Mick Cat Cold Meow. When yeah. you found out that Snarf was just a bunch of colors and not actual character in this, how did you feel about that? Um, 
that's the the one thing that I thought was an upgrade uh, was that Snarf was not chip chapping all over the place, you know, with his annoying voice. He he was yeah. just like a pet, and I loved mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Now, a couple of things that we didn't talk about in episode one was the fact that Lino does not like lizards to be chained up. He thinks that because they're an animal, they deserve to be free unless they've done something wrong. How do you feel about that, Possimo? Uh, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, you, you, I mean, you're pro lizard or anti lizard? I am. Is there like a, what's what's the prefix for in between semi lizard? Ne- neutral lizard. Neutral lizard. Lizard neutral. neutral. Yeah. Ne- neutral lizard. Uh, <laughs> I'm neutral lizard. Yeah, that's gonna be my name for the next episode. Um, it's a, it's a sweetener and a state of mind. Oh, thank you, Blue Shoe Nick. I am amber oh, lizard. Um, amber lizard. Yes, yeah, I'm pretty perfect, sure it's a weather yeah. condition. No. Um, yeah. You know, like it's not very um, it's not very monarchist of Lionel to be like they should only be chained up if they've done something wrong. Because if I know monarchs, they like to chain people up for other no reason other than they can. So yeah. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. The, the um, fact that there weren't uh, just lizard heads on pikes in front yeah. of the castle was, yeah. uh, you know, telling you that this was not going to be a super realistic cartoon. Honestly, yeah. I, I think I think uh, I think Lionel just believes in consent. She get the lizard's consent before you chain them up. Not That's right. fair. I mean, yeah. look, we're not kink shaming, and neither is Lionel. Exactly. Like he can, no, he's not yeah. kink shaming. He just wants anymore. to make sure everyone is consenting to the situation. Yeah. Okay. So in ep- yeah. <laughs> now in episode one, we, we we met the we met all the crew except for Kitten Cat, which is like people's favorites of all the Thundercats. Uh, now uh, t- Tigress, who who's the one that, that gets invisible? That's Tigra. That's Tigra. 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 And then who's the one that's? And then there's Cheetah, right? Uh, Chitara. Chitara. That's the, that's, Cheetah, cheetah woman uh yeah so kristen wig uh now when, when she's in here uh she's super fascistic so pretty much her character just comes in and saves lino even though she doesn't know who that person is yet and that's yeah. interesting um, i was and I, think- I was definitely i just want to make it clear before we get before we go any further i was not horny for chitara not at all not even a little bit was i horny for chitara in this cartoon hmm. Just I wanted to get that out of the way so that nobody made any assumptions that I was super horny for Chitara. Do do cats normally have horns? Is that supposed oh, to be weird? Man. We need to do more shows, Dylan. You're really slipping. <laughs> I'm risky. It's been okay. a minute. So now, now that we have roughly our team, we know that uh, we know that uh, uh, Panthro's dead. Uh, Wily Kitten Cat are not in it. Snarf is a just cat, I guess. Lino is a punk teenager. Uh, Tigra is uh, an older person, um, and that's pretty much it. And lizards are bad. That's all we really get here. Now we're going to go ahead and jump over to well, episode in episode four. one. Wily Kitten Cat do show up because I just rewatched this today. Yes, they do. They do show up. They pickpocket and then they go. Oh, they're the oh, oh, in their little hideout. Right. They they eat know, meat and then they burp. Get it right. No, you're right. They <laughs> eat some meat and a piece of bread and then they burp and laugh for ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it was so, the best oh, part of the episode. Our favorite characters. It was a, it was a solid burp. Um, okay, episode twenty six, which is called "What Lies Above Part Two. Uh, Possimo, give it to me. What happens in this episode? Everybody's on a flying city run by birds the birds are bad and then good and then bad and then good and i think they end being bad <clears throat> Lionel has a bunch of fancy rocks that give him a fancy glove and he's fighting an old man who turns into a big old man mm-hmm. uh lady cat J- jaguara they're all named something like cat uh yes at the end yeah jaguara. Oh, the other no, one. No, the other, no, the other one. one. Oh, Bob, um, yeah, Bob Cat. Pumara. 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 Yeah, Pumara. Pumara. Bob Cat. Pumara. Bob Cat Goldwayne. Uh, <laughs> uh, she turns out to be a bad person because Lionel left her to die. Uh, yeah. So she's like, all right, all right, Skeletor or whoever, Mumra, the other, the other undead themed bad guy in this era. Yeah. Uh, let's let's. Let's chill. I'm going to hang off your legs seductively. And then they fight and Lionel loses and then he doesn't and Skeletor, Mumra rather I that's yep. a legitimate slip up. 
Mumra <laughs> wins, and then he loses, and then he runs away. Yep. And then the city crashes, and they're like, hey, check it out, we're all friends, bye. And then the show gets canceled. Yeah, I think the only the only thing you missed was Wiley Kit and Cat coming in and saying on your right. left. Yes. Uh obviously the inspiration for Avengers Endgame. Yep. Yep, because it obviously were, came out way before. Wiley Kit and Cat were on some sweet ass uh hoverboards though. Oh yeah. Those yeah, would have definitely they, gone across the water. Yeah. Now they went out and I guess what they did was they went to every single person that Lino has helped throughout the entire season and said, listen, Lino's a bitch. He needs your help. Please come help us. Fish person, dog person, wolf person, uh, toad person, robot, uh, robot salamander person, robot panda, yeah, robot panda people. There are a lot um, of similarities between this and Avengers Endgame. I, know, yeah. right? hmm, I think we might have uncovered something. I think I did. It's one of those. It's one of my new theories I'm working on. Hmm. Um, okay, so yeah, Dil Dylan was right. Uh, we start out in the this floating city that's ran by these skexy birds, these thin, I guess, humanoid birds, which is yeah. gross. Um, now, Mick Cat Cold Meow. Mm -hmm. Throughout the season, obviously, we get up to this floating place. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and now, how did the birds catch Lino? Well, I mean, they didn't. They tricked him up there. They didn't catch him. They, oh, they baited did. him. Mm. Uh, they they said that they were going to marry uh, him off to their uh, prince. And, uh, you know, so he, he just took the steps up to the floating city. Um, there was no, yeah, there was no capture. I don't know what show you he, he watched, walked but... he walked up the steps to yeah the he floating walked up city. the steps to the floating city and um you know the capture happened once he was up there the birds didn't oh, okay. want to sully themselves with um touching the ground that the cat people or the robot pandas or the fish people walked oh, on right yeah oh that's fair yeah that's fair um now uh bitara we had Wiley Kit and Cat going through uh, all the universes, finding all the different cat people uh, to help. Now, as we know, there were four to five groups of people that just said no, and we didn't see them ever again. Of those four to five groups of people, who was your favorite? Okay, so I think my favorite ones were, um, yeah, no, they, they they were they were definitely the uh, the snake people. Mm. Um, mostly because you know, like Wiley Kit and Cat came up and they were like, "We really need your help," and they're like, "Ah, gosh darn! Like, we would really love to help you, but we literally don't have arms or legs, and there's not much we can do." And yeah. um, I, I, I loved, I loved that. It was a nice little, um, it, it was, it was a nice bit of humor. Um, and then uh, Wiley Kit and Cat ate one of them mm -hmm. just to assert their dominance, and mm -hmm. I really appreciated that. Yeah. And it I was really think that... actually quite graphic, shocking. Yeah, they were laughing the entire time. Yeah, 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 yeah. and and burping. And burping. There's yeah. so much Very burping. Loud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that was interesting because I think that the I think that the snake people were going to probably help at the end until they ate their princess, and, and uh, that was princess. yeah, that was pretty bad. She, uh, was, Michael... she was screaming and hissing the whole time. Mm. <laughs> Just the loudest. Yeah, they ate her heard. from the tail up. It took so <laughs> long for her to die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, was... they, like a snake will like eat you whole, but like wily kit and cat just like little bits at a time. Played with her for a yeah. little bit first. Yeah, yeah. the cat just yeah, played was... with her for a little bit. And yeah, they knew where cool. they they knew where those organs were that were gonna keep her alive. Oh, they yeah. wanted to keep her alive for as long as oh, they yeah. could. Oh yeah. They they yeah. specifically ate around those organs, which is I didn't think that was even Ugh. possible. Now, yeah. Mick Cat Cold Meow, what was your favorite group of people to say, hell no? Well, I'm glad. Um, I was expecting B uh, to say what I was saying. I'm glad that they allowed me to um, say this, but it, it was the Joe Stars. Um, yeah. And they, you know, it was it was the ones that were in the 1950s in New York. Um, and they came down, uh, and they said, can you help us? And, and, uh, uh, Jose Joestar was just like, I I'm not helping you weird cat people. 
I have my own problems that I have to take care of. I, I, you know, you can see that I have this stone mask man who's trying to kill me. Like it was, there was a big battle happening right then and there. And, uh, you know, they're like, look, we have our own problems. You cat people look like you're perfectly capable. Um, and it, it, it wasn't very long. No, but... no. I think, it, I think it was interesting seeing a Wily Kitten Cat stand, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, I think they also did that like a not a behind the scenes thing where but if you actually watch that episode of Jojo, you can kind of see that happening in the background. And I don't know if yeah. that's true. Mm -hmm. I didn't go back and check. Um, now, Possimo, mm -hmm. I'm just going to throw the same question to you because yeah. there was just such a wealth of characters. They really just threw away for no reason. I, I mean, this one's really easy for me. It was a Harlem Globetrotters. Um, I mean, they'll give their voice to anything. So it's cool to see yeah. them work for this group again. Um, and why yeah. wouldn't you want like half basketball, half horse people in your flying city attack? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And obviously, when you put the you know or, or the Thundercats up next to humans, it turns out that they are just cat size uh, the whole time. So yeah. it was interesting to see that they're all very tiny. Yeah, it's just a tiny little war. Yeah, um, and it was yeah, it that... was also weird to see you know next to the the Harlem Globetrotter centaurs, um, they're like towering over them, and it's like of course, mm -hmm. but the the Globetrotters were just like we play basketball. Like what what are you even talking about? Why would you want us to fight? And they're like, something You're I can huge. dunk on in. Yeah. Yeah. But they're just like, bunk, 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 bunk with the basketball. And yeah. We never hear from uh, them again. Which actually brings me to my next question. Uh, the Holland Globetrotters came with the most amazing amount of centaur fashion that we've seen on screen. Uh, and knowing that Lionel eventually gets that glove that turns into a full sleeve, um, Mick Cat Cold Meow, what was your favorite bit of just cat fashion that we saw throughout this whole season oh do do we it, it has to be the cat fashion or it can be any fashion from any of them i guess any fashion from any of them but um, to me the cats had the best fashion but I'll, okay i'll take an answer i mean i did enjoy uh the cat fashion obviously i mean they're they're always decked out but the fact that some of the snakes we're just wearing those socks that the red hot chili peppers used to perform in. Um, mm -hmm. I thought was really interesting, um, but it looked like they didn't wash them. So it still had like stray hairs and, and sweat stains on them, yeah. which seemed to be because the King had sort of that, that feather boa made of pubes. It seemed like the more sweat stains and, errant hairs that were on the socks like the higher ranking uh the the snake uh i i just i i didn't necessarily think that they were the best looking but i did think it was the most interesting attire yeah, I agree. And the fact that they put little like black duct tape uh, X's over their nipples, well, I guess where nipples would be, well, yeah. uh, it really just says, hey, these guys are thinking outside the box. Yeah. Um, B. Tara, same question. Cat fashion. Okay. All right. So, okay. Do you remember um, a couple years ago, there were these like little, little jewels and you can hang them from your cat's tail and it would cover the butthole? Yeah. Yeah. It was my absolute favorite thing that they included that in the show. Um, I really enjoyed uh, the one that Panthro wore. It was just like a big purple jewel. It was like this big mm -hmm. because he had a giant butthole. Yeah. And, and uh, I do I mean, like... It was kind of awkward like looking at it during the show yeah. until they had the cat fashion show where that showed up. Um, but I love that it was there the entire time the rest of the way. I agree. I, I completely agree. I like that we saw it in episode one. It's like, wait, what's that little jewel back there? But then in episode 13, they showed us how they actually work in their little poop trap doors. Yep. The cleaning, the cleaning of those things is a little weird, but uh, as far as fashion goes, yes, perfect. Yeah, uh, they, they, they did focus in on it a lot, though. There were a lot of mm -hmm. from the ground up shots, right? Yeah. Just right into Panther's butthole. Well, he kept turning. But the animation his, was beautiful. Oh, yeah. turning his back to the camera. So it yeah. wasn't necessarily on them. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I, think I mean, there's actually Easter eggs in those things. I think if you actually look in those gems, it lets you know, like what the like the next episode's going to have. 
Oh my god! Oh, is that yeah. what that was? Mm-hmm. Oh I my spent god! A lot of time hey, looking at these theory. Bubbles. Theory time. Just saying. Theory time, real quick. Had the show continued, um, Panthro's butt jewel would have been one of the stones of power that they were looking yeah. for. That's well, that's just my theory. There, I don't have yeah. any evidence, but I'm just saying I'm right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, that actually brings up a very good point. Uh, well, actually, let's get to Possimo's fashion, cat fashion real fast, and then we'll get to the next point, which I hope I can remember. Uh, <laughs> oh, take your time. Uh, no, it was during the Halloween episode. Um, you know, everybody, there's a lot of costumes to choose from in that. But when Lionel shows up wearing the suit of human skin, yeah. um, commentary and like it's kind of meta because you're like, oh, these are humanoid cat hybrid furries, whatever they are. Um, yeah. And then he shows up like in a human suit and like the mouth is the hood and he's like i have a credit score and he's doing all the bits like yeah um it's just fun to see a fantasy tv show not take itself too seriously and skewer modern day stuff yeah Yeah. now being that the only human thing we saw was the upper half of the harlem globetrotters where do you think they got that full suit a vet I, n- I never thought of that. That's great. Uh, now, in yes, the last since, episode, I'm sorry, since, I'm sorry, uh, cold meow. Since the 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 Thundercats were so small, since they're cat sized, mm-hmm. um, the human, I mean, they did have mm-hmm. to, you know, have the skin of a baby, which was not the best thing. Maybe not but, really ethically sourced. No, I mean, we can't yeah. prove that they don't address where it comes from on the show. True. Ethically True. sourced baby skin. I, mm, I feel like that's hard to find. I just hope yeah. that they used all the rest of the parts of that baby. True. I think, yeah, I think yeah. kid and cat probably ate it and then burped and laughed yeah. a lot. Um, now I wish in the they last showed that in the show. So I would know for sure. Yeah, that's really just tough to navigate that kind of stuff, though. Um, Now, in the last episode, we we see them trying to fight for what I think is a plastic stone. I'm pretty sure they say plastic a couple times. And they want to put that stone into uh, their arm or their sword to make it do stuff. And as we know, they spent a lot of time and uh, finding the wrong stones throughout the entire series and putting them on different parts of their body. Uh, Passimo, what was your favorite stone that turned out to be incorrect? Uh, it was the shiny rock that they were playing with in the second episode, and they carry it through the show, and they make a point to say, I found this cool rock in that river near where we found the other rocks of power. We found it right next to the rest of them. This one looks exactly like it, but it's not glowing. And you're like, oh, cool. They're setting this up to be an inert one. Uh, and then Mumra's like, nope. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no. Yeah. Holds, no, holds that... the stone up. Well, because when Mamra initially tries to get the stone from Lionel, Lionel just folds. He's like, "Yeah, sure, don't ho- don't hurt my friends. Here you go. Don't worry about it." Mamra's like, "This isn't the one I'm looking for." And then you know, the flying city happens. Yeah, that's fair. Bitara, favorite favorite okay. stone to try to be false. Okay, okay. So, do you okay? Do you remember when they were like, "Oh man, we got to go look for the stones," and then um. And then Tigra shows back up and he's high as fuck. And then there was that like really yeah. funny joke about being stoned. And he's like, oh man, I definitely misheard that. So it's not really like a stone, but that, I'm going to say that scene right there, that mm, whole part, yeah. great. Um, absolutely my favorite. Yeah, and for, for a show aimed at kids to have a 420 episode was so clever, really. Uh, re- really meta there. Uh, Mick Cat Cold Meow, favorite gem to turn out to be incorrect? Um, when that one episode, I think it was episode 10, um, they decide that they're going to go to the Goodwill, um, and they find that jean jacket that was bedazzled on the back with the picture of the Fonz, and it just says... A over top of it and then uh uh panthro was wearing that for a while until it got destroyed in the fight against uh the centaur globe trotters uh Mm -hmm. but i don't know why they thought because they knew the size of the stones that they were looking for um they knew that those little bedazzling gems were not the thing but panthro just loved that jacket so much he was like, oh, I remember Happy Days. I, I love this character. Uh, the Fonz was my favorite. So 
Um, yeah, I, I just, I think it was for the sentimentality because Panther doesn't show very much emotion throughout the show, but the single tear comes down when he sees that jean jacket. Um, and I, I thought it was very powerful. Well, it was Henry Winkler voicing Lionel that episode. It was like a special guest spot. Yeah. Okay. Well, he did just such a perfect i didn't even notice because he did such a spot-on impression of the guy who does lion it was like what's even the point but that i mean that's pretty cool that he did that yeah uh so dylan you must be looking at my notes because that was my next question uh my next question was as we know henry winkler uh did a special guest voice as lion uh throughout the season it is eric from boy meets world which is pretty interesting but throughout the season, we did have a lot of celebrity guest stars, especially celebrities from 2011. Uh, Mick Cat Cold Meow, what was your favorite 2011 celebrity <laughs> to show up and do a voice? Since B let me have uh, Jose Joe Star, um, I'm going to tell you my second favorite um, because really we're not going to get into it but um i was i was a big fan of the fact that um kurtwood smith came in and did the father of panthro um who's already old to begin with so the fact that his father was already there and uh kurtwood smith is there talking about um how panthro is useless uh, his friends are always in the basement getting high. Um, he's going to put his foot up their ass and and all mm-hmm. the you know, all that normal stuff, which and that show had been over for what? Several years, yeah. seven or eight years uh, yeah. by the time that came out. But people still loved the that 70s show reference. I mean, you don't get you don't get much more iconic than than Red Foreman. Uh, so just the fact that that he he was on a cartoon voicing, you know, a father was yeah. was very cool. I agree. Now, Bitara, because uh, uh, Colby passed your, your his favorite you. to you. Thank you. Give so, it to us. Who? All right. You know what I'm gonna say. You know exactly who I'm gonna say. Jack Black when he showed up as mm-hmm. Wiley Kitten Cat's long lost sister, Wiley Gato. Absolutely beautiful. Loved it. He did such a good job. I didn't know he could do such a like beautiful feminine voice either. And she was like a she was like a femme fatale character. And I'm just <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. The the songs enough said. Yeah. His again, again, his singing voice, chef's kiss. Yeah. Mm. Not, yeah, and I knew that that was going to be your answer because of your, you know, your Jack Black Instagram. You're posting a lot of pictures of that character oh, yeah. this whole Absolutely. week, so mm-hmm. it's like, oh, boy. Absolutely. Um, again, follow yeah, actually, my Instagram, Black Jacks for Jack Black. There's a little period between them. Yeah. Yep. Love that, uh, Possimo. I'm going to give you the same question. Favorite voice actor? I, I mean, it was the cameo from Hinder doing their five-year anniversary tour of lips of an angel um Mm -hmm. in when they go to the bar and it's like the it's like that calm between like you know the end of act two you have the dark the darkest lowest point and they're in the bar and they're all drinking and they're like what do we do now and in the background they don't they don't do anything except a brief pan it's hinder doing lips of an angel and i was like i had no idea the show had such a musical pedigree i know it's cats but like yeah yeah i did like that i I like the I liked how that episode was uh, that performance. And then the rest of the episode was just afterwards um, after everyone had left the bar and the rest of the episode was just uh, the, the janitor uh, just sweeping up the floor yeah. for mm-hmm. 20 minutes. Uh, it yeah. was, it's a technique. It was they, very powerful. I think they call that decompression. It lets you really like process what happened by showing the mundane yeah. stuff around the weirdness. Yeah. Which is, it, it, it's interesting. Cause I, you know, as much as we do love hinder and you know, some nobodies as well as everyone in this cast are huge hinder fans. Oh, um, absolutely. Now they, they call fans have- hindrances. Oh gosh. Uh, okay. So <laughs> 
<laughs> now, as we know, Thundercats, uh, they kind of set up this weird thing where they would do like one episode that was storyline and then two fillers and then one episode that was storyline and then two fillers. And the fillers, they were really trying some weird stuff. Now, the Hinder uh, bar closing episode was one of the filler ones, but you could tell where they were going with that. Um other than the bartender being annoyed that the, the cats would not leave the bar episode, what was your favorite filler episode? The one that just did not mean anything, but just had like a special little art to it. Uh, B-Tara, I'm going to start with you. Okay, so my absolute favorite was um, when they recreated the um, the sensational musical Cats. Um, just scene by scene with the entire cast. Um Unfortunately, a lot of the voice actors weren't singers, but I, I think they definitely managed to make it work. Yeah. Um, I definitely think um, having Mumra show up as McCavity was just absolutely yeah. on point. Um, the costuming was beautiful. Of I was course, about to that. Um, they did unfortunately, apparently, like in 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 the universe, it showed the costume department actually skinning a few of the. A cat people to make the costumes, but you know, you do everything, you do anything for art, and I can yeah. absolutely get behind that. Murder, well, I think they yeah, I think they only skinned the jellical cats from what I understand, yeah. but I can't be sure about that. Yes, the only thing I didn't like about that episode was the fact that they went in, um, a couple weeks later and took out all of the buttholes. Um, yeah, that was a shame, yeah. 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 And they didn't even they didn't even use the jewels that that were from the show. They just honestly just they just... wasted opportunity. Wasted yeah. opportunity because you get some like stage lights on those and they just glow. Yeah. Oof. But they just they, they just like digitally yeah. put in duct tape X's. Yeah. It was so so weird. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Possimo, yeah. same question. Filler episode. Um it's interesting because when I initially started it, when they're doing the jailbreak, I didn't think it was going to be filler. I was like, cool. Well, I know got imprisoned by Mumra's forces. They break in with their heist and they get him out. Um, it turned into the filler episode when it took them half an hour for him to decide if he wanted to go outside or not. Um, and it's just like, they're sitting there like, come on, in or out. You're letting all the air out. Come on. And Lionel's just like, <sighs> looking back and forth doesn't quite know and of course he decides to go out finally at the end but i mean in an entire episode he could have done stuff so <laughs> yeah fair just waiting to see if you're going outside yeah. uh kind of interesting i guess but uh, uh yeah, yeah. I mean, if you own uh, a cat you know how it is yeah true they don't want to do anything no. uh cold meow how about you um i think it was just conceptually um the one where it, i think it was just laziness that brought them to this episode but it was the one where instead of animating anything, they just had the producer's kid with the action figures and they were just doing the battle. So they're just like smashing each, you know, they're just smashing the Mumra into the into the uh, into the Lion-O and into the. But the dumb thing about that episode was they took you know what happened while this little child was playing with the toys and they made it canon for the rest of the show so like so like when uh when wily kit lost one of their arms um while the kid was smashing them into i think uh chitara mm -hmm. um they just kept the arm off for the rest of the for the rest of the show with the animation um which was fine, but like for a filler episode, they I think they put way too much stake into it. I agree, but I mean they they definitely care about continuity, and that's impressive on a cartoon. Now, as we know, the show got canceled after twenty six episodes. It was originally uh, scheduled to be fifty two episodes. They were going to do this a year round show, and it got canceled after episode twenty six. And there was a lot of speculation of why the show was canceled. Now, I did ask all the panelists to do a little bit of homework and tell me why they think the show got canceled or what they think the truth was. Um, now, for me, it was really the skinning episode. Uh, Peta really got in there and started making a, a lot of Twitter assumptions. Uh, about how uh, the producers were misusing cats to get new storylines. Um, I'm not sure if that was true or not, but that's 
to me, that seems the most you know, legitimate. Like, obviously, you have these people that are letting their kids play with toys and smashing toys around. Now, if you're smashing actual cats around to get storylines, that seems a good reason to cancel a show. Now, Mick Cat Cold Meow, uh, in your research, what did you find as far as why this show got canceled after only 26 episodes? Well, what I found was that this was supposed to be the building block for an expanded universe of all of the 1980s uh, cartoon reboots. So the reboot of Voltron was supposed to be part of this. The reboot of Masters of the Universe was supposed to be part of this. Uh, that Shira reboot was supposed to be part of this. Um, but it seemed like they couldn't get um, they couldn't get the producers of the different series together to to figure out one storyline that that worked for everyone uh so it, it seemed like just like everything else um money and egos were just clashing too much um and it just it just never worked out because you know most of them were in but i think it was the centurions reboot that didn't want to be a part of it and uh you know that centurions reboot was a huge success and everybody loved it but it, it, i think that was the one that that sort of tipped the scales um and and then after that they just let everybody you know do whatever they wanted to with their own shows and and you know everything turned out better than this thundercats reboot but it it would have been interesting to see you know what that expanded universe would have turned into yeah i agree especially with the trajectory of the mcu it's obvious that's where they were trying to go Absolutely. Uh, i would have yeah i would have loved to see that uh Bitara, i heard that you found some pretty interesting information out i did i did okay so you know how i was talking about the um like the, the little crystal uh butt things like uh, there's there's actually and i mentioned before there is actually a company that makes those and the show unfortunately the showrunners were actually sued because yeah that is yeah. that is a they're using the trade thing. yeah they're yeah. using the, the trademarked butt gems it's trade it yeah, is i didn't notice that you can't, I, I was, you can't actually use those yeah yeah i was curious why there was so many up close shots of those butthole gems and yeah. showing the name of the company on there and it's like yeah. oh this must be a sponsorship thing so that is interesting was, they not, got sponsored. Sued because of that. was yeah. not sponsored turns out they oh. uh they just took it upon themselves to add it didn't ask the company and they ended up getting sued wow. i'm not yeah, saying you're... that's the reason why it was canceled but i'm just mm. saying that yeah, might be something to do with that. Yeah. You're definitely going to get sued if you talk about um, a product that's not actually sponsoring you as if yeah. they're a sponsor. Um, yeah. So uh, if you give me just one second, I have to change my depends. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Possimo, <laughs> tell, me, tell me what you found out as far as... <laughs> <laughs> Depends comes in multi-packs. You can find oh. it on all Sam's Club and Costco's nationwide. Oh, boy, have we come full circle. I was going to talk about the advertising controversy. Um, that was my next question. Let's not, let's not get to that just yet. Oh. Um, okay. Uh, hold on. Let me do some real quick research first. Uh, oh, right. No. <laughs> no, I, I found it. I had a backup in case I actually undercut your uh, mm -hmm. timeline for the show. I, should, I shouldn't um, share you my notes with this. <laughs> really? You really shouldn't. Um, but it was all the controversy stemming from how, I don't know if anyone else noticed it, but we haven't brought it up yet. In every episode, there are like three frames they put in of like roadkill. Oh. It's like a single frame mm -hmm. at three different points in each episode. And when you put them all together, all the animals are in letter form, and they spell out "Screw you, Hulu." Oh. Um, and they haven't found out who's responsible yet. So instead of like doing an investigation, spending all that money and time, they just canned the entire thing, put a lot of people out of work. Wow, that's yeah. interesting. I heard about that, but I haven't been able to find those um, those actual scenes. They're they're working really hard to like 
bury the story even still it's like 10 years later um but yeah. i think we'll probably be okay they do listen to a lot of podcasts of the year so they might be coming for us yeah now dylan possimo you did mention something earlier which was the advertising scandal and i was about to bring that up because as we know the sh- the series got canceled at 26 episodes and right around episode 17 or 18 you could tell that they were losing money because they started doing weird product placement <laughs> mm-hmm. and the first time i saw a sprite can i was like i wonder what they're doing with this now possimo will you please reveal to people what you found out about the advertisement on this i so it actually goes back further from the start of the show but they were really subtle about it for the first two thirds where each episode would be kind of stealth sponsored by a different product Hmm. and early on it made sense it was like cat food brands and kitty litter and like cat toys then it started getting really weird like silk road advertisements and like mysterious phone numbers and you'd call it and it would give you the option to put in your bitcoin wallet number like it started getting really weird and i mean they when they started hemorrhaging money in the last half, that's when they started drinking Mountain Dew and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And I thought that was a contributing factor to why the show got canceled because apparently they didn't go through the people at Hulu to do that and they were just pocketing the cash. Yeah, that's kind of what I found out. Cat Coldmouth, what was your favorite random uh, like advertising sponsorship you saw in this series? Well, I have two for this. Uh, one real quick. I did enjoy um, some of the uh, some of the tidy cat stuff just because they spent a lot of time, you know, there was one in particular uh, that did not make me horny, but it was when uh, Chitara was like digging in her box for a while (laughs) and then she just sat sat there you know took a took a big old pee and then you know was out and then was circling the litter box and scratching you know covering everything up it was almost an entire episode uh it didn't make me horny but the one that that i thought was strange um and a little bit ahead of its time speaking of bitcoin uh but the board cat nfts like 10 years before nfts really blew up they were like it was just like a picture of lion just like yeah. sitting there with a bored look on his face and then there was a picture of snarf you know with 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 just a bored look on his face they're all poorly drawn uh but they were all worth thousands of dollars for some reason um it, i just i i yeah. thought it was i i I think if they would have done it later, that would have made them enough money to finish the series the way that they wanted to. Uh, But I think they were just a little bit too far ahead of their time. There was that two weeks where NFTs were worth money. Um, If they would have done it, then they would have made a killing on it. Yeah. Uh, it is interesting that you talked about the one episode that did not make you horny completely uh, because there was one day this week that none of us could get a hold of you and you just kept responding with, not now, not now. And mm-hmm. I thought that that was probably the same day. But it also brings me to, to my next question, which was the, the thing they did differently with this uh, edition of Thundercats versus the, the 86 version was that they gave them time to actually be cats. And they, they actually animated these Thundercats doing things that regular cats would do. Uh, so such as, uh, you know, scratching in their litter box for upwards of 10-ish minutes. Now, Possimo, what was your favorite thing that they made these Thundercats do that actual cats do? I mean, besides Lionel's, like, prison break, um, it's when, um, what's his name, Tigra? Yes. Yeah? Okay. I'm not even a fan of this show, Dylan. (laughs) I have no comment. It's when he gets uh, climbs up the tree chasing a squirrel and he gets stuck. And they have mm-hmm. to call the fire department. Yeah, he just, he it, just looks at people. Yeah. It's just a nice. It's like a. It's a nice vulnerable moment for him. It really yeah. made you sympathize. I agree. Bitara. Okay. Um. So I guess my favorite thing that they did is um when they would just like be like at you know a, at a bar like drinking or something and then they'd set their glass down and then just slowly push it off, watch it fall, and then just keep going with their conversation like nothing had happened. I, I yeah. thought it was really subtle and well done and, and definitely cat behavior for sure. 
I agree because they, they obviously can speak, so they can ask for another drink. Yeah. But the fact that they slowly just push their glass off, broke on the floor. While maintaining eye contact mm -hmm. with the bartender. Real power yeah. move, real cat move, honestly. Yeah. It's, that's yeah, a way to they, display dominance here. Yeah, yeah that, that eye contact until the bartender gave them another drink, which they then slowly pushed off the mm -hmm. bar, yeah. I thought was just amazing. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mick Cat Cold Meow, I'm going to throw this out to you as well. Okay, well, one of the things that definitely didn't make me horny was that episode where um, Lionel was sleeping um, and he's in his bed and Chitara jumps up on the bed and uh, circles around and then just puts her butt right in Lionel's face. Um, just so that he wakes up and, you know, you get that animated uh, slowly opening up from black screen and it's just butthole. Um, it, it's just it's one of those things that, you know, as a cat, as a cat owner myself, um, I've woken up to several times. Yeah. Um, and normally, Shitara, for some reason, didn't really wear the um, the cat butthole job. For some oh, reason, weird character uh, work. Yeah, her, I mean, I'm, I I'm glad that she didn't. Uh, not because she made me horny, but uh, just mm -hmm. you know, in general, I thought it was nice that n not everybody has to cover up their buttholes. Mm -hmm. um, okay, this brings me to one of my final questions. Uh, the one thing that I'm, I'm most excited to, to find out about. Now, Mumra, as we know, is a very old, senile man that can sometimes turn into a 35-year-old dad bod uh, who's super dope. But throughout the series, apparently, he can turn into a wide array of things. Um, now, other than the old man and the, the sexy fighter guy with the sword, who was your favorite iteration of Mumra? McCat Cold Meow. Well, I hate to keep going back to the well, but uh, I liked when he turned into a centaur and he was a very good basket. I mean, I don't know. It seemed a little bit typecasting that they made all of the centaurs uh, amazing basketball players. Like that was the, the, like, the trait of the centaurs. Uh, but when Mumra turns into a centaur, man, that guy could ball. It was he fantastic. Was, he was breaking ankles everywhere. You're right. Uh, B Tara, favorite Mumra? Uh, I liked it when he turned into like a really, really tall, pretty lady with huge intelligence stats. Um, yeah, no, that was definitely my favorite. Definitely wasn't horny for that at all. Not even a little bit. No. Yeah, and they really use that character well because that character yeah. would just kind of strut into a room and leave, and you're like, "The hell was that about?" That was yeah, no, nice. she didn't he didn't even say anything. Didn't have to say a word. Just no. just strutted in, strutted out, and everyone was like, "I forget what we were doing." Yeah, yeah. the <laughs> animation, yeah. the yes. animation on those walk cycles was. Oh my I God, mean. Beautiful. It was like the rest of it was going at like 20 frames per second. Yeah. I think the animation on those bosoms were like 600 frames per second. I mean, yeah, it was no. every little movement. It was a you high frame rate. had a lot of um, personality. Intelligence, mm -hmm. yeah. Very high that intelligence. One, yeah. The, one, yeah. the one scene where she walks into the bar, uh, slowly walks up to the whiteboard and solves that uh <laughs> that oh. very complicated algebra problem so cool. i thought was yeah yeah yeah. Okay. yeah it was cool because like you know they're talking about how they're going to defeat this floating city and all of a sudden you just hear these these high heel footsteps and you're like it, it can't be not here right and then they all just look and it's like shit what are we talking about and they go who cares and then they left yeah it was so nice um possimo your favorite iteration of mumra um i mean mumra always likes to cause chaos like he's just kind of a crazy person so when he shows up to the halloween party as a christmas tree i'm just like all right okay i get it uh and then mumra yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. that dude's, dude's hilarious um and you so think funny. like definitely comic relief character 
Well, and it yeah. was that midseason finale where you think like, oh, he's turned over a new leaf because now the now the Thundercats have accepted him as one of them, and they, you know, they do that like uh, they play the song from the Breakfast Club. Um, Saint uh, Elmo's Fire. Yeah, that one. Um, and like, you know, Lionel and he like he walks in as a Christmas tree and the party stops. Everybody looks at him, and Lionel like looks at the person at the boombox and they're just like. Keep it going. And then he hands him a beer and it starts playing that song. And dude, and then of course Mumra, a- and then of course Mumra hits Lionel with his car in the first episode of the second half of the season, and every you know all bets are off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, yeah. Well, not only, I mean, not only did Mumra have the dad bod, but he also had all those dad jokes. Mm-hmm. That's um, true. Yeah. So. Yeah, I really thought watching him DJ was pretty interesting because, uh, yeah. like, they really brought this futuristic uh, style to it, which is clearly just the 90s. But to them, it was the future. So that was pretty cool uh, to see him with those wraparounds. Um, now, I did ask all of you guys to bring a question to the panel to see uh, what the thing you wanted to know the most about, just in case I didn't ask it. Uh, now, Possimo, what question would you like to ask the panel? Maybe I didn't ask it. I had this prepared. Hold on. Okay. Mick cat cold meow. We'll just, just pass over to you. Okay. Um, well, I just, I wanted to make sure that I was the only one. I mean, B already let us know that they were horny for, uh, not horny for, uh, I did not, Mama yeah, right. as a tall, not at all. Awesome, intelligent lady. Um, and I was definitely not horny for Chitara's butthole. Um, I was just wondering if anyone was definitely not horny for any other characters or situations that happened. This was a very horny show. Um, so I I thought maybe, you know, keeping away from being horny was going to be the harder thing to do. Uh, excuse the pun. (laughs) Well, I was definitely not horny for old Mumra either. Definitely yeah. not. Yeah, no, of course not. That would be weird. Yeah. Uh, I'll say for me, I was definitely not horny when Pumera uh, got crushed under the rocks and then dad bod Mumra came over and was like, come with me, hon. I was like, oh, oh my God, <laughs> pick me yeah. out of some rocks, my friend. Uh, yeah, so I'll say, uh, yeah, I'm going to say Dad Bod Mumra also did not make me horny whatsoever. Good, good, good. good. I am I mean, my answer to that is, I mean, kind of similar. It's college co-ed Mumra when they do the flashback to when they were all in college together. And Mumra's got the, like, super short shorts and the belly shirt. Mm. He's got the, the mullet and the mustache. And you're just like, oh, wow, they nailed... 10 years ago and they nailed the style for nowadays like yeah yeah, yeah. true and then also the, having those, them having them be like an ra on, on like a you know <laughs> questionable decisions was, by administration that's for sure well i tell you those, dylan you you're a stickler for rules and that dude followed the rules figures of authority what can i say the yeah, the yeah. cutoff the cutoff belly shirt for uh college guys is definitely something that needs to come back yeah uh b tara do you have any questions for the staff that you would like to know okay okay so this is kind of a part one and part two okay just bear with me part one did this show make you more likely or less likely to become a furry the same and and what is your fursona because i know the answer is yes i mean i know the answer is you all have your own fursonas already it's within the margin of error, so it wasn't an appreciable change. <laughs> I, I mean, mine's a bear, for sure. Okay. Just, just a bear, yeah. Uh, yeah I was going to, yeah. Well, yes, as a matter of fact, this has uh, allowed me to enter, now that COVID's kind of slowing down a little bit, and you know, groups are getting back together. Uh, because I did binge, or didn't have time to binge a show this week, I did enter myself into a couple of furries, but um, it, it was the furry fish people that I, you know, had a hard time uh, just really mastering because I wanted to be a furry, but the fish people are scales. So I had kind of this dual problem, like, can I be a furry, but also scaly? Yes. Because my, my scale sona is a snake. So, hmm. yes. Oh, perfect. 
I think my uh, headphones stopped working for a second. Did you say you entered yourself into several furries? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, all right. Was, was, I just wanted uh, to make sure that that's what I heard. It was between four or five. I really can't be <laughs> sure. Uh, it was one convention center. Uh, I got a lot of key cards for rooms, and I really just went at it trying to understand what it's like to be a Thundercat or a fish person in the Thundercat universe. And I think that they just go at it. Uh, <laughs> Possimo, I think it's your turn for a question. Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, if you had to cross this over with another, like, obviously the expanded universe didn't happen, but if you had to cross this over with only one of the other 80s reboots, which one? Snorks. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, it's underwater Thundercats. I just, I like looking at a wet cat. <laughs> uh, mine would be Gem and the Holograms. Oh, yeah. They Not enough people. Yeah. Because the gems. Yeah. Because of the show. Stones, yeah. Show. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I love that. Good I want to see, see the Thundercats, like, on stage doing, like, oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Now, would, would they wear some misfits? Yeah, and go so like it, gems. Now, I, but I heard that's what they called the the butthole gems. I heard they called those misfits. Is that not uh, true? Uh, yeah. No, I think you're right. Actually. Oh. Oh man. Okay. So <laughs> I'll let you get. <laughs> I'll let you get to yours in just a sec. But I need you to just imagine this, okay? So you know how Gem has the earrings. Imagine their butthole gems as as synergy instead. Love it. Showtime synergy. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the, are the cats wearing them at the same time? The the fact that they <laughs> did call them misfits uh, did explain why there was a picture of Glenn Danzig on all of them. <laughs> uh, Mick Cat Colby, I think it's your turn to answer this question. Oh, um. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have loved to have seen uh, the Thundercats fight uh, Voltron. I mean, I know that, that it's not the the most exciting answer, uh, but just to see, you know, five cat-sized cats try to fight a giant robot with, you know, made out of five... Mm -hmm robot cats i think would have been kind of hilarious that would have been a good one i think they have like uh like draw like sketch draw-ups of that and they're like we just can't make this work these cats will just die yeah <laughs> yeah that's cool um okay so obviously this was a pretty impactful uh, uh show for all of us um we we really just took in these first and last episode and uh really just put it in there now for those that did watch more episodes before we get out of here what was just your favorite episode let's just end on an easy note uh, i think my favorite episode honestly was when somehow uh mumra did that thing where he was both old and young mumra at the same time and he was helping himself change his own depends which you can find at any local walmart or 7-eleven in your area you can also go to some nobodies.com just type in <laughs> depends for now and you can get go to patreon.com slash some nobodies to in to help zach meet his depends budget <laughs> do you want to get 33 well, percent off your pack of depends you guys have been paying out fifty thousand dollars per episode of powerpoint showdown uh, so yeah, it's not paying the depends bills you like know, it used the thing to. Is, I've been getting credit cards to pay out all of those scholarships. <laughs> we we set up this fifty thousand dollar thing thinking that either Dylan or myself would win occasionally, <laughs> and we are just bleeding money right now. If you want to it find out what we're talking about, go look up PowerPoint Showdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just we are just a money sieve right now. Mm -hmm. uh, Michael Colby, favorite episode? Um. I already talked about yeah. it. It it was the uh, it was the episode where Chitara uh, was climbing all over Lionel. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So just the cat just, episode was your favorite. Yeah. And okay. now that I'm thinking about it again, uh, after this episode's over, don't try to get a hold of me. <laughs> I got I got one hour of watching the exact same episode over and over again. <laughs> uh, B Tara, if you didn't already tell me your favorite episode, please do so. Um, so actually my favorite episode really was that, uh, the cats, the cats episode where they redid yeah. the play. 
Um, I don't know if you guys know, I'm a bit of a, a musical snob and Cats is absolutely my favorite show. So I definitely appreciated this one for sure. It was done so artistically. Um, and I liked, I liked the gore as well. The violence yeah. on stage. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah they, they really ramped up the, the violence on the, they the music. Did. They did. I don't remember. I, I, I don't remember um, Mungo Jerry and Rumpelteaser um, eating each other mm -hmm. on stage. But, you know, I, I think I think it was it was. It was very artistically done. I appreciate I it. Agree. <laughs> and and yeah, as, yeah. As, as Blue, as, as Blue said, um, it did, in fact, awaken something in me. Yeah. Oh, that was my light. Oh no! Oh, all right, yeah. Possimo. We all know that your favorite, uh, your favorite cartoon is Thundercats. Mm -hmm. And if you were a Thunder anything, what would you be? I get the feeling that Thundercat is out. Uh, that seems. To, I mean, it, no, but, that was that was the easy no? answer. Oh, um, <laughs> probably like a Thunder Rock. <laughs> Yeah, I like Thunder know. Rocks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, nobody can touch me. I could just sit around and not have to worry about anything. Yeah, Mick Cat Cold Meow. Thunder what? What thunder are cloud? A thunder <laughs> a thunder cloud. Full of info. I love it. Bitara, what are you a thunder uh, of? That's interesting. I would probably, I guess, be a thunder snake because, as I stated before, they don't have arms or legs, so nobody mm -hmm. really expects anything from them. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the life I want to live. One with zero expectations for me. Because it makes now, me nervous. Yeah. If you are a snake and you are wearing a shirt, is it always uh, uh, like a high neck? Like a turtleneck? I mean... I feel like it just... I have no idea. Oh my God. Well, Blue Shirt Nick would be a lightning lizard, which is great. Uh, all right. So before we get on to what we can... If we actually think we should have time to binge this show. What are we going to not binge next week? What do we think? Possimo, what do you think? What should we not binge next week? Uh, just randomly off the top of my head, not prompted by anything we might have talked about previously before the show mm -hmm. started airing or have coordinated before. <sighs> Santa Clarita diet. Perfect. I love it. I'm not going to ask anybody else the question. Okay, Mick Cat Meow. Yes. Would you find time to binge this show if you hadn't already done it? No. Perfect. B Tara. I already binged it while it was coming out. So oh. back in 2011. Yeah. But would 2022 B Tara binge the show? Absolutely. Yep, 100%. <laughs> because I love all versions of the Thundercats, unironically. Yeah. Possimo, will you find time to binge this show? No. Mumra's my favorite character, and this, I didn't like this version very much. Yeah, I, I don't like, like old Mumra hermit Mumra. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so before we get out of here, obviously we got to figure out this show kept going. What would you like to see in the next season? Uh, Btar, season two of 2011's Thundercats. What are they gonna go over? Okay, well, I'm just saying I want Jack Black to make another appearance as as um a Wiley Gato. Uh, we absolutely loved her, but this time I want to see her as like the main character. I want the entire cast to die and just focus entirely on this character while she takes up um, Lionel's mantle and avenges her friends. That's Love what I want to see. Yeah. Possimo season two. Uh, I'm looking forward to an after school special about why you shouldn't declaw your cats. Don't declaw your cats. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, That's so nasty. using thunder, using a, you know, it, it would be rough, but someone's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. Mick Cat Cold Meow. Well, I do like, um, I do like the Thundergato main character, uh, but I would also like it if Chitara would be able to stay alive and it would focus on their romance. Um, not because it would make me horny, just because I think that uh, that would that would be that would just be a nice thing to do. Um, just not every episode has to involve, you know, a sex scene or a cuddle scene where each other's buttholes are in each other's faces. Uh, but, you know, every third episode, maybe. 
I love that. And for me, I would like to see the, you know, into the Thunderverse, bring back the 86 crew, uh, age them up to appropriate times and then really give them the, the new cast, uh, you know, uh, something to think about. Um, okay. So I guess that's really it. It seems like uh, for the most part, we will not have time to binge this show, but we think you probably should. And let us know what your favorite episode is, what your favorite advertising, uh, why you think the show got canceled, uh, and why McCat Colbmeow is having a weird love affair with everything that is cat related. Um, now we're going to get out of here. So let's have everyone tell people where you can hear yourselves or see yourselves do stuff. Be Tara. Okay. So you can find me on my other podcast is this podcast, a Jojo reference and D floor. You can find those Spotify, wherever, anywhere. They're all over the place. I don't know. You can also, um, you can also follow my non black, Jack Black on uh, Instagram, B.Bethy. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Queen Bethy B. Hell yeah. Um, Mick Cat yeah. Cold Meow. Um, I'm going to say uh, you can't see me do anything unless it's with you guys. So uh, the Some Nobody's uh, YouTube channel, I'm going to plug because I'm on two shows that are on there. Um, but also, uh, if you're looking for something a little bit strange and uh, audio-only comedy, uh, B was on, uh, Dylan was on, Zach was on, uh, Jack Billings Presents Haunted Apartment Complex. Uh, it's on the Podmoth Network. And uh, you can check out clips of that show if you're interested on our Instagram, which is Jack Billings Presents. And uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at my neighbor M I C H one. It's a terrible Twitter, Twitter handle because I didn't think we would be doing the podcast for very long. And uh, three years later, I'm saddled with it. Yeah. <laughs> Possimo, where can people hear your beautiful voice? Mm, I don't know. You're going to have to look pretty hard for that, but you can hear my normal voice on twitching upstream and talking upstream. Tuesdays and Sundays, respectively, on the Some Nobody's YouTube channel. Silicon Angels, CYOP Appeal. Uh, no Time to Bin. Wait, no, that's us. No, This show. Go watch the other shows that we've done here. Uh, and then also uh, PowerPoint Showdown, where we make uh, fake PowerPoints and have to improvise over them. And no, wait, why do I do so much preparation for those if, if we're just supposed to be making them up? Um, well, you're trying to win, so... I yeah, never dude, do, but I know. Well, none of us do really. Uh, what do you I mean? Think, you I think prepare. I think B did. Yeah, I, did. I, I mean, yeah. I write and prepare these entire oh. presentations. I know. Yeah, D Dylan has his people do it, and his people yeah. are like my kid, which is weird. And he keeps oh, telling wow. them, like, hey, do my presentations. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks, you can see me everywhere that you can find Dylan. Uh, obviously, this is a great show, and I love it, and it is award-winning. So please watch all the old ones of this and let us know what you think. And if you think that we should not find time to binge one of your favorite shows, let us know what it is. Uh, until next time, folks, uh, we don't have time to binge anything. So I guess we'll just play the, the outro. We don't have one yet. Wait, still? What is wrong with you? Why nothing, you silly goose? And now for something completely different. Did you just call Panthro a silly goose? What I do is uh, I look a woman up and down and I say, I'm coming to join you! You want to get into things? Well, I mean... No, 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 no. Let's get into things. Let's get real. Everybody, Bojack wants to get real. Cancel the bubble round, because we're getting real. Of all the flowers, you picked the day, Astrid. Each petal is said to have trapped a day of life within it. It gave me the strength to endure, to make it one more day. This is the heart of that very same flower. I've kept it all these years in memory of your kindness. Which reminds me, I never had a chance to thank you.